When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled, and he said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an odor, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. I knew that thou hearest me always, but I have said this on account of the people standing by that they may believe that thou didst send me. When he had said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with bandages, and his face wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. These are the words that both sisters of Lazarus say to Jesus. How many times in those four days since their brother's death might they have said those words to each other? If he had only been here, he would not have died. They grieved the loss of their brother. Today we celebrate All Saints Day, which was this week. This Sunday, we remember those who have gone before, those who have gone before us in the faith, those who have died. And as we remember them, we might be grieving, just like those sisters of Lazarus. Both sisters grieve, and yet they grieve in different ways. They both ask Jesus the same question, and Jesus responds differently to each one of them. In the passage that precedes this, we see Jesus engaging Martha in theological dialogue. He challenges her faith. He he challenges her to believe that he can indeed raise Lazarus from the dead, not just on the last day, but on that day, that very day where he came to Bethany. 
And with Mary, Mary comes out. She sees him. She says those words, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And she falls at his feet, weeping. Jesus grieves like her. He goes to the tomb, and as he gets to the tomb, he also wept. Jesus wept at the death of his friend. He, like us, has known grief and loss. By his incarnation, the word made flesh now experiences loss and suffering. God suffers with us. So Jesus experiences grief and sorrow. But he also experiences another strong emotion at death. And we see this. John says twice that Jesus is deeply troubled. No one knows how to interpret that phrase, that Jesus is deeply troubled. What does it mean? Everywhere else in the Bible, it means angry. Jesus here is angry at death. The Lord of life knows that death is not the way it's meant to be. We were not supposed to die. Our natural and spiritual ancestors, Adam and Eve in that garden, took the fruit. They disobeyed. They sinned. They fell. And death entered that new creation. We too, their descendants, we also sin. And we experience death. But that word, the word of God, the alpha, the beginning, he was there at the beginning. That's what John tells us in John 1, 1. The word was at the beginning. He is the Lord of life. And that Lord of all creation gets angry when his creation is destroyed. And so Jesus came into the world to suffer and to die as one of us, for us, in our place. Jesus has voluntarily taken our place on the cross and died, and he, by his death, has killed death once and for all. We see the first fruits of this new life now, but only like an early spring. We look to that last day when all who believe in Jesus will be raised from the dead. Jesus, in this passage, he waited. Earlier in John chapter 11, he waits and doesn't go immediately when he hears that Lazarus is sick. Why does he tarry? And we can ask the same question today. Lord, why do you tarry? Come, Lord Jesus, come. Return to us. Bring us life. Raise those beloved ones of ours from the dead. Raise us from the dead. Now. We want it now. But Jesus tarries. 
in Galilee, waiting to go to Judea. In verse 15, it says, so that the disciples may believe. And later on, he prays to the Father. He prays vocally, visibly, publicly. And he prays specifically so that they would believe that the Father sent Jesus. So we grieve. We grieve today. We remember old griefs and new griefs, old losses and new losses. But we do not grieve as those without hope because we believe the truth about Jesus Christ, that truth that he spoke about himself to Mary and to Martha, but especially to Martha in the passage that precedes this. And these are Jesus' words, the words of the Alpha and the Omega, who will one day wipe away every tear from our eyes. Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet he shall live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus.